Oh shit. Okay, I'm gonna need this again. Hi guys. I have some fun on here. your fucking dad. And welcome to the Totally Inappropriate Radio Show here on the Skyhawk After Dark Radio Network. La, 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 la. <clears throat> you're over there. You're quick on the board today. I'm trying. You're quick on the, the old board. So yeah. if you guys have lived under a rock and you don't know anything from anything, I am Kimber fucking Haven, the living legend herself. <clears throat> okay, I'm kind <laughs> Porn extraordinaire, the amazing, <laughs> incredible me, basically, the amazing, incredible me. <clears throat> okay. Somebody's having way too much fun in the production scene. Yes, I am. <clears throat> All right. Who's over there, way over there on the other side of the room in the fucking production chair? You have the all-powerful, pint-sized powerhouse, Raven Rocks. <clears throat> Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Who the fuck gave you power over the board? You did. Because you didn't want it. Yeah, it was a hassle. Yeah, I don't want to be in the production chair. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> with great power comes great responsibility. Oh, with great power, you can go <laughs> wah, wah, and yay. Jesus Christ, that's your great... <clears throat> See, folks, this is what happens when you put a porn star in the production booth. She starts playing and pushing buttons. She's playing and I'll have you know, all those buttons I pushed were in context. Yes, I know big words. And I know how to use them appropriately. Wow. Congratulations, Raven, that you understand the meaning of context. I I know that with you, I go for the small wins. Really? <laughs> yes. With you, it's all about small wins, you know? It's kind of like, <clears throat> if I know you're not a big reader, I'm not going to ask you to read Treasure Island or something, but if you do read something, I, I'm like, good for you, Raven. Good for you. I read all the time. What? Manual. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey. It's the same thing. It's reading. It's words. It's words in a book. It's not about expanding or developing or using your imagination. To make pictures in your head. You said reading. You didn't say using your imagination. Uh, I'm I'm not going to bag on you too much because you have 
You've become so much better um, at doing so, using your imagination. When I first met you, you were horrible. You were devoid of any imagination whatsoever. And you were in this jock mindset where you're like, oh, fuck off. When, when I was 12 years old, I put imagination in my rearview mirror. Fuck that childish shit. But since I've known you. Imagination <clears throat> doesn't win races. And you've been playing Dungeons and Dragons. At first, you kicked and screamed. About having to play Dungeons and Dragons. You're like, I'm only doing this because everybody else is doing it. Fuck this shit. Fuck this little geeky, childish bullshit. But, you know, as we've been playing, you've been getting into the shit. Now you're now team boss of the group. You made me team boss. No, everybody did. I asked you guys, who do you want to be the boss? And they all nominated you. Bullshit. <clears throat> yeah. Justin ain't going to nominate me. That uh, you, you girls were, well... Uh, Lexus was like, I don't want to do it. <laughs> and then, oh, wow, I got nominated because nobody wanted to do it. You got her vote because <laughs> nobody wanted Justin to be the party boss. Well, it's because he always rolls a one. Well, that, and he, he tends to fall apart under pressure in a, in a sticky situation. Pressure, pressure he, he creates. <laughs> like kicking the iron goal. Yeah. See, we're such dorks. We're talking about iron golems and shit. Yes, we're D&D players. We play D&D every fucking week. And Raven used to be one of those jocks that you forced to play D&D and she grumbled. But now she gets into it. She's playing Halloween, her druid. You're pretty high level now, Anna. I had a, a fan hit me up. I think it was either the day of or the day after we played. And and he asked me, he said something about it, and, and I said something about Dungeons and Dragons, and he was like, what are you, what are you? And I was like, I'm a 13th level druid. <laughs> he's like, that's so fucking cool. Yeah, <laughs> at least because he's a D&D &D player, he's like, you're 13th level, I know how hard that is. Because <laughs> if you're not a D&D &D player and you're like, well, I have a 15th level barbarian, nobody's impressed until they play and they realize how long of a time investment that means. I mean, at 13th level, you've been playing Halloween for like two fucking years. Yeah. It takes a long fucking time to get to that level. <clears throat> Before you can start throwing around those epic spells, you got to work. I guard her because I don't want her wiped. <clears throat> I actually like her. <laughs> well, I mean, how long would you say we've been playing as a group now? Probably about years. three years. <laughs> yeah, years. And out of those three years, she's probably the first character that I've actually, when I think about it, go, I would actually be upset if she <laughs> yeah. got killed. Yeah, you, you'd, throw a, you'd throw a fit. But you're getting to that level where it's very possible. <laughs> Fuck you. Well, you have to have a member of your party that can bring you back to fucking life. That's important. Well, she's the one. I know, right? <laughs> you're in a bad spot because you're the one who can do that. So let me ask you this. <clears throat> okay, ask me. I'm ready. Because she has the spell reincarnate. Yeah. If she's reincarnated, is she still a druid? Just yes. some other race? Yes. Okay. I are, can live with that. Are we really going to bore this audience talking Dungeons and Dragons? Because you know they're all like, Jesus it's, Christ. It's better than boring them with all the political shit every fucking week. That oh, that's about. important. Okay, that's saving democracy, cuntbag. <laughs> <clears throat> don't, don't be making light of the plight of the American people at this point, cuntbag. That's going to be my new favorite nickname for you, cuntbag. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't even be offensive to you. You don't even have a cunt. <laughs> 
If I said you were a bag of cunts, it shouldn't really even have any effect on you since you don't even have one cunt. Unless you count your booty hole. But, you know, biologically, that's not technically a cunt. But, you know, most men use it as such. In your case. fuck off. (sighs) No, they don't. So I was thinking about Disneyland. Why? I know, right? Well, more, more... uh, appropriate Disney World. I, I I say Disneyland because to me it's you know the default is Disneyland, but I'm talking more of Disney World because it's the one on our side of the country. Yes, I've um, never been to Disneyland. Oh, you went to Disney World. Yes, there, I've been to Disney World multiple <clears throat> times. Never been to Disneyland. Disney World is bigger, and there's very little difference. Uh, <laughs> there, there really is uh, the the. The rides are designed almost the exact same. There is small differences between the two parks, but only for hardcore fucking Disney losers. You know, you know, you know those yeah. people. We all know those people. The fucking Disney losers. But the the hardcore Disney losers would know the difference. But the layman or lay trans woman uh, <laughs> would not know the difference. But <clears throat> what I was thinking about is Lucian uh, had never gone to any Disney park. Or anything park really. He's lived a very that's sad. I know, right? It's it's fucking it's depressing that he's lived such a sheltered life. He's done literally nothing. But I was thinking, you know, it would be really cool, you know, if I like the guy to take him to (laughs) to a theme park. But then I started thinking, at my age, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I mean, I I'm thinking to myself, at my age, could I stand in a two-hour queue to do a fucking three-minute ride. And my first initial reaction is, oh, fuck no. I'm not going to stand in line in the heat in the day for two fucking hours to ride a stupid fucking ride for three minutes and feel some sort of adrenaline rush or joy for three fucking minutes. I just spent two hours in the fucking sun waiting in line. if, If I were to go down to Florida, I would rather... Instead of spending all that money to go to Disney World, at my age, and this is going to sound snowbirdy, I would rather rent a condo on the beach and walk out onto the beach in the morning and fucking recline in my chair and have a little cabana boy bring me drinks. (laughs) A little cabana boy. (laughs) Or a cabana girl. That would be even cooler. And chill out on the beach. And walk back to my condo and chill out. And you're just... Raven Rocks. Wherever you travel to, you're going to have a cabana boy <laughs> in that area that's going to say, hey, can I be your cabana boy? Yes. I'll fucking serve you drinks all fucking weekend. <laughs> just let me come over and be your cabana boy. <laughs> See, that that's... That's, that's my idea <clears throat> of fun now, though, if I'm going to do something like that. I would rather go to the beach and relax than fight through crowds yeah, of retarded, screaming children. There comes uh, an age where comfort always wins over cool yeah and it's like that's the reason you and i don't drive our cars so often anymore yeah. 
Because we prefer comfort. It's like, yes, our cars are super cool. And Honey has seen both of our cars. She can attest that our cars are really cool. But they're not comfortable to drive, okay? Neither one of them are pleasurable experiences. You look badass. You feel good driving it. It's a cool, fun car. But if you have to drive to Lexington an hour and a half away, the last fucking thing you want to do is drive your cool car. You're like, no, where's the comfortable fucking car? My back is going to hurt. That's a long fucking trip. Actually, my seats are pretty comfortable for being racing seats. They're actually really comfortable. However, yeah. (laughs) And, you know, I I don't know what it's like in Molly because I've only ridden her a couple of times, but I know what it's like in my car. And Molly is also, uh, she's not to the extreme mine is, but she's also fairly low profile. So... Well, she, I don't know what it's like a Molly, but when I hit a fucking bump, I hit a fucking bump. I hear, I feel everything in that road. It doesn't sit quite as low, but what you have to keep in mind is mine has full racing suspension. So mine, even though it doesn't sit as low, the suspension is much stiffer than normal cars. Yeah, so I've, it rides about the I've same. got the super bad combo of three inches above the ground with my clearance and I have low profile tires. So you know what those are like when you hit a bump, low profile, it's all fucking rim. So I'm literally hitting every little tiny bump, every little rock in the road. I can fucking feel when I'm in, it's a comfortable seat. I'm, I'm almost laying down to drive my car. You almost have to lay down in it because it's kind of like a tube you're sitting in is two tubes side by side and you kind of recline, but you're kind of laying down because you're on the ground. So you have to lay down to look through the window because it's weird how it's set up, but you kind of recline. You, you are in a recline position the entire time you're driving my car, but you're literally, it's like a massage chair with a (laughs) real bad massage. You just get knocked around. But I was thinking about Disneyland. Okay. Now hear me out. Now, if we went, here, I get it now. I get our folks that would just tell us, go have fun, and then go do their own thing. And you'd check back with them hours later, and they were just sitting on a bench eating a churro. See, as, <laughs> as a much older person, I would, I would look for all the rides that I know nobody wants any part of, and that were air-conditioned, and that I could get in real quick, like Hall of Presidents. I spent all fucking day in the Hall of Presence, just sitting there eating churros and enjoying the AC. Or I'd go on It's a Small World, because it's nice and cool in that ride. To me, I would rather just fucking go on a ride nobody wants to be on and relax than go on a fucking queue and wait for two hours for goddamn Space Mountain. Fuck that shit. See, I don't even want to do that. Give me the country bears. Give me the fucking tiki room. Let me sit down. Give me one of those reclining lawn chairs under one of those huge umbrellas in the water park and just let me chill. That's all I care about. See, you already got a cabana girl volunteering already. (laughs) Thirsty bitch is going, I'll be your cabana girl. I'll bring you banana daiquiris and suck your dick. (laughs) See, even in fucking, and you know if Trey's in there. Is he in there today? Is he in there today? Because we're going to have to call that motherfucker out. No, but I big see big sexy, sexy is. is. Yeah, we're gonna have to fucking call that motherfucker out if he pops in and be like, "Hey Trey, hey Trey, oh. you trying to get the hookup, Trey? You trying to be a cabana boy, Trey?" Oh God, you don't. know he love you. He love you because you don't have <clears throat> the same issues. <clears throat> what? 
You don't have guys chasing you going, I love you. I got nobody in this fucking room that's obsessed with me. Oh, I'm sorry. They're not in the chat. Yeah, I've got nobody in this fucking room that's obsessed with me. I've got a guy in the room that I'd suck his dick, but that's about it. He's he's got a BJ whenever he wants to collect. How's that, guys? All the guys listening in here, let me let me clue you up here. This guy has had a a ticket for a free Kimberhaven BJ whenever he wanted to collect. He's, he's got had a that for about ticket. two years now. He still hasn't collected on it. And and fucking big says he says to me of all people to me, don't be mean. Really. Really? Don't be mean. Who the fuck you you've been listening to? I think he's meaning don't be mean to Trey. Again, do you know who you're fucking talking to here? <laughs> he knows me well enough that I'm going to suck his dick when I meet him. So it's not like he thinks I'm a nice person that I'm super sweet on the fucking radio. I was on his fucking radio show, which was a good show, by the way, many times even won awards from his fucking show. Hey, I won an award too. Did you? Yeah. Congrats, you have an award. Oh, fuck off. Yay. You can put it on the shelf with my nine. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I love fucking with you, girl. Now, now in I've your got, defense. I've got my hand on the soundboard. In your, I was about to defend you. <laughs> in your defense, I have never seen a porn star more fucked over than you have mm-hmm. been about awards. Yep. You have... Been fucked over. And I, I will never bag on you and say, hey. You just did. No, I mean, I bring it up because I know you're sensitive about it, that you haven't won oh, a bunch of awards. you. But it's not really your fault. It's not because you don't deserve them. It's because you were ridiculously fucked over. I mean, you were about to bring home a fucking award and they literally canceled the entire show. And I was hosting said fucking show. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's not your fault. Fucking woke. Fucking crowd. I'm so fucking tired of woke bitches. <clears throat> no Lexus tonight. God damn. See, this is why. See, he doesn't know about this shit. All the other people know that Lexus will be here soon. She, she'll she be here in about a half hour, 40 minutes or so. Yeah, about 20 minutes. Yeah, but he doesn't know because he never catches the first of the show. He always comes in when we've got like 15 minutes left. Yeah. And Lexus is always on the show. And he's like, hey, guys, sorry, I'm late. I'm like, motherfucker. Just fucking get huh. your pass from your wife. Take a trip. Come down. Get your dick sucked. How's, how's that go? I don't know. What? What? I forgot what I said. Hey guys. Hey guys. <laughs> I'll do it. I mean, I just forgot what I was saying. That sounded so gay. <laughs> and and uh, we just turned big sexy into Steve Martin. I guess. <laughs> you know the sad part is. He will get that reference because he's nobody an old else. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> nobody else in the fucking room is old enough. Maybe Rodney to get well. Excuse me, the whole fucking reference. Besides Big Sexy, well, maybe Nina. Nina would know. Yeah, Nina, Nina would, would know. What's the famous? Uh, don't you say? Let's see if anybody chimes in. Besides Big Sexy, he's not allowed to say. I don't know. We've got somebody new in chat that I don't recognize. <clears throat> they might know too. See, Big Sexy is making all sorts of quotes, but I don't think anyone but maybe Nina. I don't think Rodney would know the reference because he's talking about a white guy. And they, this particular <laughs> white guy was big in fucking Rodney's life. But uh, for white guys, Aww. they would know him. Our, our new guy who. Uh, <clears throat> Who I didn't recognize the name. He he said one word. What? Obsessed. 
Well, uh, <laughs> you know, to be honest, I think the new guy is a cute little guy I was talking to on my OnlyFans just, oh, just a minute ago. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> he was he was talking about that Japanese. <laughs> Did you see what big sense he said? <laughs> he was no. talking about that Japanese face. What's it called? The Amy all is obsessed with oh the cross-eyed tongue agio or some weird fucking, fucking thing. But he was talking about that, so I'm like, oh yeah, I've had a few pictures like that. So I sent him a few, but he's he's been extremely sweet to me as far as tipping me and everything. He's been he's 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 a doll baby. But uh, yeah, we were talking right before the radio show. I said, hey, gotta go. I gotta go on radio and entertain yeah. motherfuckers. <laughs> so if you're you're welcome to listen in if you want. So I sent him the link. So. Maybe that's him. You never know. <clears throat> but anyway, I was thinking, though, as far as Disneyland, I would hang out all day. Country Bear Jamboree, Tiki Room, Hall of Presidents. Fuck that. Any, any fucking large air-conditioned space that has a chair. Having a chair and air conditioning are the two requirements I require from a ride. If it's air conditioning, no, no, wait, third, no wait. No wait, air conditioning, chair. It's him. Oh, is it? Yep. Here I am. Yeah, see? <laughs> so, yeah, that's one of my only fan guys. He's he's a cutie. Although he sent me a picture. He's a cute younger guy, but he's like, he's mad dogging me. You get those uh, pictures and you're like, fuck, dude. Was it a bad day? Send me a picture. You're smiling. Don't, don't look like you want to murder me. Speaking of that, before we go back to Disney World, guys, if you're going to send us selfies... Don't send us selfies that look like your dick took the fucking picture of your face. It's not flattering. Up their nose, <laughs> nose yeah, below their chin. It's like, learn yes. your angles. Learn your fucking... No, but this guy, it, it wasn't a bad pic. He just looks like he's like yeah. expressionless. No, no, I know that. It just made me think of all the selfies I get from guys. Yeah, and it looks like they're... They're masturbating with the same hand they're taking the picture with. And here's the truth, guys. Girls are hesitant about men anyway because, you know, we're scared of men. Well, not me. But a lot of women are scared of men because, you know, there's a possibility of, of physical violence. And uh, you find the wrong guy, he could be a bad situation. So it's always good to break the ice with a girl with a smile. To, to make her feel like you're less of a threat. Because remember, if a woman doesn't know you and she's petite like Raven, she's going to see you as a threat immediately. So you want to break the ice with a smile. I don't know. That's a stretch. Petite. I may be short. You're about but to I sneeze, aren't you? Yeah. I see your face going all fucked up. I'm trying not to. Your face is all fucked up and contorted. <laughs> like you're not to. I, I was either going to guess you're about to sneeze or about to take a shit in my fucking camming chair. <laughs> Fuck you. Because that's the hey, face. It wouldn't be the worst thing that's gone in this camming chair. That's you true. Nasty fuck. That is true. <laughs> and There's, I'm sitting in it. You're sitting in my juices. <laughs> that wouldn't be the first time either. Oh, that's true too. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, like... Would you go to Disneyland at this age? No. <laughs> that didn't, no, that didn't no. take any thought. You were like, no, no, it doesn't. No, fuck that. Put it this way. The last time I went, my, my kids are about to be 25 and 26 this year. The last time I went, they were like 14 and 15. And my favorite part of that trip was when we went back to the condo and told them, all right, go play at the pool. And we would go out on the balcony because we could watch them at the pool from the balcony. 
and just chill. <laughs> <laughs> there comes a time in life you don't want to be bothered. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Big Sexy says he would look into my pics this morning. Yeah, but he's not, he's not making his move, you know? It's like he, right now he's a typical fan looking at my pictures online. It's like you, you got a free Big pass, Big Sexy, when they wanted or when you wanted me to hit you up, they totally thought you were going to hit me up for some, for some sexy time. I figured, you know. I told them there was no way in hell because you've never fucking reached out to me ever. I'll tell you why I think that is. A big sexy is in the room so he can tell if he can (laughs) chime in if he doesn't. But personally, I've known a lot of men and uh, as have you. And I've learned that half of them like you, half of them like me. And I've learned that the signs of what men are into of why they go either way. And um, usually the guys who are into me more than you are the guys who are into the dirty girls, the, the bad girls. They, they get off on bad girls. You don't, you don't come off but as a bad girl. But he's already talked to you about having you suck his dick, so I don't understand why you thought well, remotely he'd be into me at all. In Jeff's defense, in Big Sexy's defense, uh, he's never really done that. I know he hasn't. He hasn't really even come at me for a blowjob. He's never even asked for one. Uh, He's never asked me for sex or pressured me for sex in any way whatsoever. In fact, Big Sexy has always been the epitome of gentlemen whenever he's I know, but anytime the discussion comes up, it's always you. It's never been me. And, And Big Sexy also understands that it's me who has offered that, and it's me who has said all those things, and he knows I'm interested. <laughs> do, you see, do you see what he put? What? I wasn't looking online. I was looking in my DMs. If you ladies didn't live four to five states away, we'd <laughs> all be having a good time. Yeah, I mean, you know, Big Sexy is... Well, I mean, according to the, what you said about him, I probably only come up to like his waist. He's a big dude. He, he's he's such a large man that I was looking at him eye to eye. He's a big dude. It, it was comical because his sidekick was Sean, and Sean is probably smaller than you. I mean, it was it, it's like you and I together. How you look so tiny, but you know Sean is so high energy. He was like that little jumping dog. What are we going to do now, George? What are we going to do now? And you could see all over Big Sexy's face. He's just like, Jesus Christ, with this guy. Because Big Sexy's very laid back, big guy with a deep voice, and he's funny as fuck. So, so kind of like the first time we went to the AVNs, and you were like, get the fuck away from me. Which ones? The first time we went to the AVNs, and oh, you were like, get the fuck away from me. I was teaching you, and you know that. You look back now, and you understand the teachable moment, and you have done it to other girls, too. You knew that I was being your mentor at that time, and it was time that I took you off my tit. And I said, you need to go out, and you need to get attention by yourself, and you need to work a room by yourself, and you need to spread your wings. You need to be Raven Rocks, not my sidekick. And you know that in the early days, you were glued onto me like my fucking sidekick. I was like, it is time for you to find your own light. And I was trying to push you out of the nest. And now you do the same shit to other girls. I'm like, see, see, you're trying to make them leave the nest and, and grow up and be their own star. And I, it was just a mentor moment. It's not like I was trying to be mean. It's just like there are some times you got to say, hey, take my fucking tit out of your mouth and Aww. go do your own thing. 
substance says you have a smiley picture in your inbox <clears throat> now. <laughs> oh, okay. You have your own boy now. Whatever. I mean, he, he's he's very sweet. And he's been lavishing me with tips today. He's Trey is very, very sweet. sweet. <clears throat> yeah, but d- does... Trey needs to step up on the tip. Yeah, now. does Trey fucking throw <laughs> tips at you like crazy? Because this guy has been tipping me all morning, and he's just he hasn't asked for anything in return. I mean, I've sent him pictures that he was talking about, like the cross-eyed things, but it's not like he demanded them. He was he's been giving me tips, you know, without demands. He's super sweet, so of course I'm going to send him pictures. I'm like, hey, dude, you are so sweet, and um, I mean, and, and here's a public service announcement. If, if you really want to catch our attention, tips are the way to do it. Well, not for me. Now, now here's no, the secret No, no, I will give attention, but when you're getting hit up by 30 different dudes, the way to really get somebody's attention is to start tipping. Believe it I or will, not, tips are important. I will answer anybody. I will talk to everybody. Even when you join my OnlyFans, you even get my cell phone number. But The, the easiest way to get my attention... Is not through monetary means. It's placating my ego. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, you know this to be true. If a guy hits me up and starts asking questions about our films, it's true. (laughs) I mean, at least I'm honest enough to admit it. If a guy hits me up and he starts asking me questions about our films, or he says, oh, I like this moment or this moment, you know me. Immediately, that's so much worth so much more to me than a tip that this guy has complimented my fucking film and he knows it so well he's quoting lines from it. That will get me (laughs) right out the gate if you are such a hardcore fan you want to discuss my films with me and you want to placate my ego and go oh this was such a funny scene or whatever oh my god you you've got me hooked i'm hooked on the conversation you have placated my ego you have pulled me in with the correct cheese and i have taken the bait i am so easy to manipulate i have such (laughs) a enormous ego that if you play to it you can work me pretty easily and you know this to be true oh yeah, and I have a bone to pick. Uh oh, not I, a very big one. Because I, oh, if it's coming fuck from me, off, fuck off. I give out my cell phone with my OnlyFans members. Really? To for them to text me, and oh. I tell them that I'm like, it's for texting, not for calling. It's for texting. <sighs> well, I had to get up. You know, I had to make sure I was out the door yesterday fairly early. So I had, you know, as soon as you left, I went to bed. Motherfucker calls me. This is a Raven story. It's just going to take a while. 5 a.m. I get a fucking phone call. I didn't answer it because I woke up thinking it was my alarm. And as soon as I see it's a fucking phone call from a fan, I'm like, fuck that. It's 5 o'clock. Well, I lay back down. I really can't go back to sleep because I know I got to get up in an hour. (coughs) So then I, the next message, I get a message from the same number. And it's like, do you do phone sex? <coughs> Not at fucking 5 a.m. I don't do phone sex. I don't know if some girls do phone sex at 5 a.m., but I sure I do. as hell don't. Fuck that. Well, you're up at 5 a.m. This is true. <laughs> Maybe he thought you were like me and up at all hours of the night. No. <laughs> no, I keep normal hours. Hold on. That was a Raven story. I need another Oh, j- Fuck you. Get the rest of the show. That was fuck sucked the you. life out of me. Suck the life out of you, really? Yeah. See, and then you wonder why I don't tell stories. Uh, I love you, girl. Come on, don't be mean. 
Don't be mean. No. Don't get mad. Don't get mad, Antoine. Don't get mad. It's two snaps in a circle. No, I'm not mad, telling Antoine. any more stories. Oh, would you stop? <laughs> <coughs> so Disney. Oh, we're oh okay. We're going back. <laughs> I told you that it was just a little tangent. I, I mean, yeah, I, I I was like wondering, you know, if we went to Disney and took Lucian to Disney, what would you do? But uh, immediately, as soon as I was like, "Would you go to Disney?" You're like, "Nope, nope, nope. Fuck Disney. Fuck Disney. No." Nope. I, I would be like Lucian. Here's your easy pass. When you want to come home, call us. We'll get you a we'll <laughs> like get a you an Uber. Yeah. Can you imagine though? I mean, either location. Let's say Florida. How humid and hot. Uh, yeah, it's bad. That queue would be for two fucking hours to get on Space Mountain. Now, the last time I went, because I got such a good deal through my job with the tickets, we did the whole easy pass thing, and that was nice. The easy pass, you basically, you check in, it tells you to come back in two hours. You come back and you literally go straight to the line and you might only wait 10 minutes. So. That's nice. You, you've, you've heard that I'm pretty well fucking done with Marvel. Hate the way that Marvel's going. Oh, well, I mean, who's, who's not? And I, I mean, they, they have become so politically motivated, pushing, pushing the message, fuck off. They've been pushing the message. I caught that as yeah, soon as you said it. Yeah, the message. But Ironheart. They're what the n- fuck is that? It's, uh, it's woman Iron Man. Oh, God. She really? now dons the costume. She's Ironheart. She's she Iron Man. Ironheart, though, For really? For the movement. Yeah. Um, yes. Now that Tony Stark, now that he has retired... Because he's I an old man. We, we should get him on the show. I wish we could get him on the show. Yeah, like, fuck, yeah. That would, that would ruin his fucking rep. <laughs> so anyway, not only are they remaking Iron Man as Ironheart, and now it's, it's a woman, of course, because that's the message that they're sending. But now they're doing Black Panther 2, She-Panther, uh, where they, they, because Chadwick died, so now they're just going to reinvent him as the bald woman and call it Black Panther, even though it's starring a bunch of women. So now all of their Marvel phase movies are about replacing male characters with female versions of the male ones. Same character, just with a vagina now. <laughs> uh, so they slapped a coat of vagina paint on their superheroes. <laughs> vagina paint. Now, here's, here's a tirade I wanted to go off on on Black Panther, because I had a long talk with a black guy. <clears throat> I know, no, big you. shocker. I yeah. know, big shocker. And a lot of black people hold up Black Panther as being a superhero for black people. And I completely disagree. And I think that if any black person holds up Black Panther as a fucking hero to represent their community, that they're smoking too much fucking crack. And I'll tell you why. Black Panther is nothing but black Bruce Wayne. He is a spoiled (laughs) little... He grew up like Eddie Murphy in Coming to America. This little motherfucker had a ass wiper, okay? He's born Prince T'Challa, okay? He's never seen a white person in his whole fucking life. He doesn't even know what racism is. He has been surrounded by his fucking peasants, the people he owns. (laughs) He owns. He's a, a monarchy, which means... They own everything, including the people in the monarchy. That, that's what a monarchy is. If you're a king, you own all the subjects. You own them. So here's this black guy who's a prince who has never 
he doesn't even understand what racism is because he grew up only around black people that were kissing his ass night and day, wiping his ass and fucking bathing him and shit, just like Eddie Murphy. How the fuck is this guy a black hero? He is simply a white man in blackface. He knows nothing about the black struggle. He knows nothing about racism. He knows nothing about poverty. Fucking hero worship Luke Cage. He is a goddamn black hero. Luke Cage is a fucking shit. But T'Challa is nothing but Eddie Murphy from coming to America. Even his superpowers. He didn't even earn them. You think he's worthy? No. He was born into that um, shit. He was giving it to him by his daddy. I, I'm sorry he died, but the actor who plays Luke Cage is sexier. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying anything about, about Chadwick Boseman. All right. He was a great guy, but I'm talking about a fictional character, T'Challa, being held up as a black icon, well, which he does not deserve to be. Luke Cage was a cooler superhero than Sweet Black Christmas. Panther, too. Sweet Christmas. Love me some Luke Cage. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but I'm. You know how they all are like, oh, Black Panther is the black hero. No, he's fucking not. I love me the actor of Luke Cage. <laughs> now, yeah, that's what I mean. Thank you for joining the show, Alexis. Uh, what are your feelings on black people holding Black Panther up as the hero that represents them? How is that even fucking possible? This guy knows nothing about the black experience. He has never been around anything but black people kissing his ass night and day. He's fucking royalty his powers were even given to him as his birthright they were it's like fucking donald trump was given his wealth in the same way t'challa was given his fucking superpowers because he had a rich daddy nobody else in the kingdom got black panther because they didn't have the rich daddy king that owns everything so it's more like black iron man well, at least Tony Stark had skills and built his company and was an inventor. T'Challa does nothing. He, he doesn't even invent any of his technology. His fucking bald girl does. But he doesn't have to. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Educate me. He looks black. That's all that matters. They have somebody to represent them. But he doesn't represent anything they care about understand there there is no black royalty in this fucking country unless you count beyonce <laughs> don't do that while i'm drinking just don't fucking do that and i just how can this guy understand racism or poverty i mean luke cage is from harlem he was convicted for a crime he didn't fucking commit this mimics real life so fucking much and, and he went to the same streets he grew up on and protects them. He is a black hero. He comes from the black experience. He understands what it's like to be a black man. And that's more important. Black men have it a lot worse than black women. Because black men, people are afraid of them. But T'Challa, the fucking prince of Uganda, fucking Eddie Murphy with his ass wiper. I mean... <laughs> What the fuck black experience does he understand? He rides a fucking electro jet to wherever he wants to go. He's got a personal jet plane. He's Donald Trump in a black costume that's in better shape and currently dead. Rodney says he's not a black American hero. Uh, now, see, Rodney is a hybrid, so he can see past the skin color. However, oh, I will Jesus. tell you. I will tell you the majority of black men that are comic book nerds that hit me Rodney's up. Rodney's only black when it's convenient for Kimber for him to be black. No, he, he's a hybrid, so he can be both at any time. <laughs> 
I mean, kind of like you. It freaks me out sometimes because you know we'll be talking about black issues. He'll be chiming in, and all of a sudden we'll talk about fucking churros or some shit, some fucking Mexican shit. And he's like, "Oh yeah, I grew up with those too." <laughs> I'm like, "Okay." Kind of like you two are hybrids. You know, I wonder if he grew up with like spicy soul food, like soul food and tortillas or something. I don't know. <laughs> I had a chimichanga for the first time today. A chimichanga. It was good. <laughs> See, she's laughing. Because our son. Is an idiot. <laughs> has a unusual quirk. He must, he has a compulsion that he must uh, pronounce every Mexican word with extreme emphasis whenever he says it. So, like, he'll be saying, hey. Uh, can we uh, tonight make burritos <laughs> and maybe have some chimichangas or some tostadas <laughs> with some enchiladas? He doesn't even know he's doing it. It's like, dude, it's racist without being racist, okay? Can we have some toquitos? It's like he becomes Chief Marin when he First pronounces of all, Mexican it's food. Taquitos. Not oh, tokitos. sorry, beaner extraordinaire. It's taquitos. I guess I'm too white bread. <laughs> I guess I'm too just, I'm just too fucking white bread for you. I guess you are. Because when you tried to speak Spanish to me, I was like, huh? But I saw that you were Mexican and you married into, a, a, a you know, you married a white person probably because you wanted to be successful in life. <laughs> oh. No, that's not it at all. <laughs> I wonder how much hate mail I'm going to get for that. I love saying shit that I know I'm going to get hate mail for. Let's see that the fucking snowflakes come at me for that. I love it. They don't know that I'm trolling them, so they get so worked up. Oh, that kind of runs in the family, doesn't it? Well, I I find it hilarious (laughs) when, of all people in the universe, people come at me with lots of hate mail saying how racist I am. And because they don't listen to the whole show or actually hear my perspectives on anything. So they just hear these snippets of this racist shit that I say. You get fucked by black dudes and you're married to a Hispanic woman. (laughs) Have black grandkids. Yes, that too. What? She can't hear out of her headphones is what she's saying. Oh, there was an issue when you got or when I got here and I thought I fixed it. No, I was cutting in and out. Well, obviously you did not fix it, and you're in the production chair. I'm just saying. That's why I don't okay, sit in that chair. Okay, I That's why I don't suck and sit Uh-oh. in that chair. You might have one of those adapters going again then. Because well, it wasn't working when I first got here, and I messed with it, and it started working. This, does, this one doesn't have an adapter, does it? I don't I think don't it know. does. I think it's probably just a headset. These are fucking old. These are my <laughs> yeah. first headphones. So. No, no, yours still does. So, Lexus. Yes. The other day, <coughs> make me get up. I was thinking oh, about God forbid. <laughs> I was thinking about technology that has faded out because it's obsolete and nobody ever uses it anymore. Like, you know, like VCR Everything tapes, you use? Records, even a newspaper. Everything you know how to use? <laughs> but I was thinking about some dead technology that's fairly recent. I mean, as early as the 90s. That was a big deal. Nobody could fucking live without it. And all of a sudden, it, one day, it's fucking laser gone. Laserdisc? How far no, back? I mean, How far back in the 90s? Laserdisc was actually developed in the late 70s, babe. Pagers. No, I mean, even worse than that. Doctors use pagers. Check this out. This was so, everybody had to have one of these. TiVo. I never had a TiVo. 
Neither did I, unless it came with the um, service at the... You had to record. VCRs were just phased out immediately. TiVo came out, and then it was like, no more VCR. Now you can record whatever you want. Ring on your fucking computer. Keep it on your fucking hard drive. It was a fucking world changer. Everybody's like, just TiVo. You know TiVo. why? Because nobody watches TV like that anymore. They stream. Yeah, there's no if, scheduled if programming. It, if they missed it, they just fucking stream it. What about VOIP uh, home phones? They're still in use. Really? Yeah. I didn't know anybody used yeah, that shit still anymore. Jesus. Who the fuck? I, I don't even use cellular phones. So. <laughs> people like Kimber still use that shit? Cause it's it's <clears throat> usually um, old people? businesses or older people. Yeah. <laughs> you, you girls know that if I had all of my cell phone privileges taken completely away, I didn't have a cell phone, but I still had a texting service. It wouldn't change anything. I mean, when was the last time you girls talked to me on the phone? When, when you died. were pissed, <laughs> when you were pissed in LA. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I mean, if you girls get a call from me and first of all, I was calling you because I'm not going to text you the situation because you made the arrangements and I needed to talk to you about what was going on. Cause you need to know what's going on before you, you can fix it. And I'm not going to sit there and text back and forth about what's going on. But I mean, for the most part in the last five years, how often have you spoken to me on a phone? And you two are, are big parts of my life. So, I mean, nobody ever speaks to me on the phone. Well, it, like I said, I think the last time I spoke to you on the phone was for like 15 seconds when Tig died. My phone is always on do not disturb. <clears throat> no, it's not. No, it's not. Don't fucking lie. You mean when... Yes, every Well, that's always seconds. on silent. Hey, I can't help that I'm popular. Oh Jesus. oh, Jesus Christ. What? What? I'm going to start calling you Heather. Well, hey, you know what? Mexicans are mixed race. <laughs> Why is that a benefit? They said mixed people rule. Oh. That that means Rodney's even more mixed. Yeah. He, well, isn't he... Um, I thought he was Puerto Rican. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Hey, technically I'm mixed. I'm 132nd American Indian. <laughs> the most white bitch I've ever known. Fuck you. You are such a cracker. Cracker ass cracker. You are a cracker ass cracker. You were just white to another level. So. Listen, I heard <laughs> you guys talking about Disney. <laughs> you know I'm cheap. I wouldn't even fucking pay $80. Is that what it costs now? I, I don't. It's probably more than that, but the last time I went, it was like sixty bucks. But uh, look I, that shit up. I would not pay that price. Current Disney Land ticket prices. Let's see how much. See, it- I'm starting to get disappointed. I, I brought this up on another show. Token used to look all this shit up for us. He's not been <coughs> on the show, and he's not looking this seventy six dollars a day. Yeah, I'm not going to pay that <laughs> just to go to the fucking Hall of Presidents. I'm not going to do it. I have a feeling if you had said it was $32 a day, you still would have said, I'm not fucking paying. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost 100 bucks a day. Yeah, and here's the thing. Like, do you know, you can get a really nice room if you take that money and funnel mm-hmm. it into the room. Mm-hmm. Now, Rodney, <clears throat> Rodney says he's um, black and Puerto Rican. 
uh, I mean, when you are that combo, black and Puerto Rican, are you really mixed? I mean, according to you, the the Puerto Ricans are the black people of the Hispanic community. That's what you've always told me. That's not exactly. Now look at you backtrack. Because now you're on radio. I've never said that. You just take what I say and put it into your own words. Okay, what'd you say? I said that there's kind of a hierarchy. Oh, oh, yeah, here we go. We're going to go down Spain the path now. is probably, mm-hmm. well, they probably think they're, they're, they're the best because we all originated from them. Um, and then, see, I don't know about the other countries. Like, like Honduras. And- yeah, Guatemala and Honduras. I don't really know much about them. I, I, I visited Guatemala once, never been to Honduras. Um, so I don't really okay, know let me Let me help you out here. What do Mexican people think about Puerto Ricans? They don't like them. Why? Mm-hmm. I'm going to push you into the corner. You might as well just say it. <laughs> they think because they're kind of, uh, I don't even know how to put it. Ghetto. The white trash of Mexicans. The Bo- ghetto. Yeah, both of those are good. <laughs> both of those are good. <laughs> you don't have, Mexicans like- have a very low opinion of Puerto Ricans. But like Rosie Perez, for instance. Yeah. You know, she's got a toot. She's loud. She's obnoxious. They're the black women of Hispanics. I mean, there are some loud Mexicans. Don't get me wrong. There are. And and fuck. The way they Mexican women dress, especially when they're older. Oh, my God. My aunts would wear their fucking track suits with all their jewelry. Now, I had completely, because, okay, when I met him, I'll tell you right now, Big Sexy doesn't, he, he doesn't look like Rodney. He doesn't look that mixed. He looks more Italian than anything. You know what I'm saying as far as skin color? The olive complexion, he looks kind of Italian. And he's about Tony Soprano size. He's a big boy. But I had forgotten that he was, uh, he was part black until he just reminded me. So I, I'm just curious, how fucking big was his dad? Was his dad a huge well, black man? he's in the room, yeah, so you can, say, you can ask him. Don't ask like, us. Because, because Big Sexy's a big dude. We, don't, know, we don't know. You know, Big Sexy reminds me of somebody that would be in Tony's crew. I mean, he doesn't have six-pack. He's got the dad bod, but he's a big fucking dad bod motherfucker with olive complexion. He looks like somebody that run with the Tony Sopranos crew. Like you could see in the back room puffing on a cigar that if he got up, he was going to make it worth his while and break your fucking legs. So are you saying he's built like the sheriff off of Stranger Things? Yeah, well, not like he is now. No, not now, but... The, the first season, yeah. yes. First season of Stranger Things. Okay. He's built like first season Stranger He He reminds... Actually, he's a lot like first season David Harbour, even in looks. He's just a little <laughs> darker. His father wasn't too big. Then where'd he get his size from? He said maybe his grandfather, he was a big dude, kind of like my brother. Yeah, because I remember him telling uh, on his radio show that people in high school didn't fuck with him much because he was a big man, because <laughs> he's a big boy. Yeah, but he looks more Italian than he does mixed white and black. Now, honey, you you know you can tell. Rodney, you can tell. 
I can't. I, I can't wait for the shoot between Honey and Carmen because we have two <laughs> little half black girls, and they have these caramel colored skins, and it's going to be such a cool look. And I can't wait for that shoot because I think they'll look so pretty together. I yeah, that's going to be a fun shoot. All this smooth caramel skin, and it, it's just going to look beautiful on film. And I can't wait to get them together. Thank you, Raven. <laughs> Since Raven does that. What? She gets people together. Oh. That's what she does. She gets people together. Rodney says, I used to be a big dude. Actually, Rodney, I forgot how big Rodney is. Rodney is. Didn't you say he he's like 6'1"? Yeah. He actually looks eye to eye to me, too, when mm-hmm. I meet him. So I had forgotten that I look pretty well because I'm so used to looking down on men that oh. I don't look down on Rodney. Rodney's pretty well eye to eye with me. With your, with your shoot? Talking, you got big sexy interested. <laughs> <laughs> With Honey Reigns and Carmen K. That's her name, right? Carmen K. Yes. I've only worked with her or met her once. But Honey, she- that is not a real term. That is a southern derogatory term. Yellow. Yes. There's a southern term for light skinned black people is called high yellow. And oh, she's that's... calling herself high yellow. Whatever. Oh, God. <laughs> she's not yellow. She looks like she's got a bitch-ass tan. She's got a bitchin' tan that I would, you know, that I would work hard for yes. at the fucking beach. Bitch gets it out of the fucking birth canal. I mean, I'm not dark either. <clears throat> I, I, I'm pretty light-skinned. So, Lexus, now that you're on the show. Yes. How, first off, how was your day? Fine. Okay, so it wasn't a bad day, right? No. So I was going to, because I, I talked to you, and I said, you know. Do you? Huh? <laughs> Do you? When I can, but you, you're you always working. But I talked to you about something, and I said, you know, you're, you've, you've been really upset lately. And uh, you've been avoiding the news, because like a lot of Americans, it's a lot for you, and it's becoming, it's starting to hit you on an emotional level, all the negative news. The fucking world is coming to an end with climate change, the fucking terrorists, all this shit, the fucking Republicans taking everything away. So I know you've pulled back from the news, even though that we're, you know, kind of a comedy news show. We do do a lot of the news, but we haven't been lately because you haven't been following because you haven't been able to take it. Um, the and I, I explained to you because the other day I sent you a, a video that got to you a lot. Oh, yeah. And uh, I explained to you that if you're really upset about something, if something matters to you and you have something to say about it, you have a platform on the radio now. You have an audience. You can share how you feel about certain things. I'm like, it will be a helpful therapy for you to get through the depression you're starting to suffer from from the world events. And uh, I wanted to basically talk about the Jon Stewart video after the vet benefits were shot down by the Republicans. Now, when I sent it to you, I thought it was something important for all Americans to see. But I was not expecting the reaction I got from you because you literally bawled your eyes out and you had a hard time getting over it. So Yeah, I feel like I was sold a lie. How so? Elaborate. You know, my parents came to this country because they thought, you know, to open doors, I'd have a better life. And um, 
you can achieve your dreams here is what you're sold. And then you come here, you know, you, you put your life on the line for this country and then they won't even fucking give you benefits. They treat you like garbage. They fucking use you up for what you're good for and then they toss you away. Now, for our listeners that haven't seen the John Stewart video, explain to them what it's about and why it upsets you. They are denying benefits to veterans who were exposed to burn pits. And this can cause a lot of um, health issues, including cancer. So these people were out there fighting the government's fight. And now that they have health issues, they don't want to fucking pay for it. Well, and not only that... The bill had already passed. But they fucking But because flipped. Manchin finally gave in. Yeah, it was retaliatory. They, they passed the, uh, <clears throat> the climate change bill. Yeah, which we desperately now, need to look at what's going on. Yeah, now what was it? 25 Senate Republicans now went back and changed their vote because now they're pissed. Fucking Republicans. So what, what I mean, was it just... I'm. What caused the explosion of emotion? Was it the frustration? Was it the... It's the fact that I, I put on a uniform, I strapped on the boots, and you know, my you're going to make me mad. You're going to make me upset. Well, it's time for you to share how you really feel. My mom had always... She always says this, and she always gets teary-eyed when she says it, you know, because she said this country give, gave her a lot. And she said, you know, four out of my six children served, served this country's military, and I feel like I've repaid a debt. I don't. I feel like we were sold a fucking lie. I feel like it doesn't matter what we do, we're always the bad people. We come here without papers, even though part of this fucking country was Mexico. They fucking stole it. Um, and, you know... We steal jobs. I don't even know how that's fucking possible. But yet, we're lazy at the same time. Um, we bring disease. We rape people. And, you know, no matter what the fuck oh, we do, it's bring, never good enough. You bring all the drugs, too. Now, imagine being a black man and knowing that your people have fought in all these countries' wars. And when they come home from war, they're treated like a second-class citizen because of the color of their skin. That, that white people are, for the most part, afraid of you. And they see you as a criminal like my brother. So you go fight the wars for your country, what you think is your country. That's, then that's then another, you come home yeah, and you find out it's thing. not your country. They don't even want you here. Yep. You put your life on the line for them, and they don't even want you here. Yep. Well... Kind of to piggyback on that, Lexus sent me, you know, something in our chats talking about how they've lowered the standards for the physical part of your, to get into the military, how they're doing some, like, pre-training to get you ready if, you, if you're not physically ready to join the military. But a transsexual or a trans person can be fully 100% meet all the standards, but they're going to tell you to fuck off because you're trans. But you know what? At least that person won't be exposed to fucking cancer. 
and then told later on, sorry, <laughs> you can't get fucking treatment. Now, to put everything into perspective for our listeners of how bad this is, um, if you came to BGM Manor, and Honey's been here, and you look around, you'll see nothing but military photos and memorabilia all over our walls of ships and planes and our son in Marine uniform, her brother in Marine uniform, ships she served on her in her Coast Guard uniform. It's all over. And if you went to our library, you'll see pictures of military uh, platoons and everything that our son served in and a big fucking poster on the wall that framed of the U.S. Constitution, a replica of the U.S. Constitution. We are extremely patriotic couple. We were. However, <laughs> to sh- put it in perspective for everybody listening, Lexus refuses at this point in her life to fly a flag anywhere on her property. I do too. First of all, <clears throat> the last time I bought an American flag, it was made in fucking China. What does that say? China. What does that say about, we can't even make our own fucking flags? I mean, come on. (laughs) Wake the fuck up. I loved, I saw this, this has been a while, but I loved when they, uh, they were talking about a bunch of Trump shirts and make America great again and all this shit. And they actually pulled the tags and were looking at them and the make America great again shirts were made in China. Well, I was starting to realize that there was something going on with Lexus. As soon as 4th of July came along and start people, because she, if you, if our listeners don't know, Lexus is basically in charge and plans all of our get-togethers, our events. She plans all of our scheduled uh, stuff. So if we have a group and we're getting together, having a dinner here at home, she's usually the one that correlates everything. She's the, the group planner of everything. So when everybody started hitting her up in the and family. And that's why you, ma- you were made the team <clears throat> captain. Just saying. <laughs> when it, everybody, you know, in the family started hitting her up, what are we doing for 4th of July? Her reaction started indicating to me there's something going on with this woman. She's in a bad place. Because, what? Because I said nothing? I'm not fucking yeah, celebrating? Exactly. <laughs> so here, why, why am I going to celebrate a country that specifically... Takes away my rights. First as a woman, now as a fucking veteran. Why am I going to celebrate that? Well, it's not a country that's taking that stuff away. It's one party that doesn't give a fuck about anybody except the straight white Christians. And everybody else except straight white Christians they want out of this country. And they've made it very, very clear. They don't want us around. I mean, you can't even speak of trans people in Florida. It's against the law. Or yeah, gay people. Yeah, but you would go to Disney World? <laughs> was it was it one of you that sent me this, or did I find it on my own? Um, what's his name? The governor of uh, Florida. Uh, fuck, what's his name? Greg Abbott. No, Florida. That's Texas, right? Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, DeSantis. Oh, yeah, Ron DeSantis. Was saw that there was a uh, the front a drag show going on. Yeah, I sent that to you and cited some fucking law from 1947 about men dressing as women to try <laughs> to get this removed in Florida. 
Yeah, I sent that to you. This okay. Yeah, he's, I knew I saw it somewhere. He's literally the most homophobic person in America. He has passed more laws against mm-hmm. gay people, targeting gay people and trans people than anybody else. And in a few years, when he fucking picks up his balls, he'll reveal that he had fucking lovers. Guarantee fucking to you. Well, I, well, that is the Republican next nominee. That is going to be the person that runs for that. president. Because they're pushing him instead of Trump. And he is just as evil. He just doesn't have a, a, as big of a mouth. He can control his fucking mouth slightly better than Trump, but he has the same thought process. If you ain't white, Christian, and you, straight, you, you, get you the fuck out of the country. You think he can control his mouth? Because I don't think he controls his <clears throat> mouth More so than Trump. Better. Trump's a moron. Ron DeSantis is not a retard. But but Trump is literally mentally retarded. He, you you put a, a fucking mic in front of Trump and you will see just how much of a retard this man is. How he functions on a daily basis is because people help him. Because he's like Herschel Walker. These two people <laughs> are mentally the same. They are retarded. And I know you're not supposed to use the R word, but these motherfuckers are fucking retards. It's not nice to say retarded. Have you seen my baseball? Have you seen my baseball? <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying that Herschel Walker and Trump are just fucking, you can tell they're so fucking stupid. It's like way beneath a normal person's intelligence. But Ron DeSantis isn't. So Ron DeSantis is more dangerous because he's smarter than Trump. He's just as evil as Slightly. Trump. But he's smarter. Slightly. So he's more dangerous because he's not, functionally retarded that trump is the only reason that trump has gone as far as he has because he embodies toxic masculinity mm-hmm. and other toxic males uh, worship him she's a mm-hmm. yeah all you need was to roll the neck <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now you know on a lighter note to change it up again where you know where where lex isn't too pissed off the whole fucking show well, before you get off that, just a quick side note. Did you see that the, that the not the Republican Party, but there's a Republican group in uh, Oregon who are trying to section off the Portland yeah. area and turn the rest of Oregon into Idaho because they want to live in Idaho because that's where all the white nationalists are going. But they don't want to have to move to Shocker, Idaho. huh? Shocker. <laughs> where, where are all the fucking white nationalists? Idaho. Well, I'm not really shocked. I, can't, I mean, could you think of a more white bread place? I mean, Idaho? How many fucking black people? That's why they're all going there. How many fucking black people live in goddamn Idaho? They're like, what, what's the one state blacks don't want to go to? Nobody wants to go well, to Idaho. That that's going yeah, to be ours I was about to now. Say, nobody wants to fucking go to Idaho. They're, they're going to turn Idaho into the country they really want. They're going to be like, there's going to be no blacks, no Mexicans. When the truth is, nobody really wants to fucking live in Idaho. It's kind of like an Indian reservation. Why don't Why don't we go with it? Let's give them Idaho. Let's let all the MAGA people move to Idaho, and we'll just we'll call it the MAGA reservation. Can we blow it up? <laughs> no, let them live happy. Let them you know use the N word. In the streets, I don't care. Let them do whatever they want. Let them put up pictures and gun, you know, targets that look like Obama. I don't fucking care. Hang fucking black dummies of Obama in your front yard. Just give them Idaho and say, okay, this is Magaland. Anybody who wants to go to Magaland can, but Magaland residents, you stay in Idaho. 
and make it the MAGA reservation. And then people that are into that shit, you know the MAGA reservation has plenty of guns. You want to go buy a gun, go MAGA reservation. They got you a hookup. And they're not going to say anything about gay people. And, you know, some MAGA uh, reservationists are going to sneak off the reservation, mostly men, where they can suck some dick. Yep. Because most MAGA guys love sucking their cocks. Yep. They love a dick in their mouth. And don't ever, ever think that it's not correct that the most repressive homophobic people are the most fucking gay oh, behind closed doors. I'm glad you said that. me and Raven get hit with it all the time? I wanted to bring something up because you said that. I ran across an article and I was talking to you about it. You read? Yes, I, I know, did. right? Wow. You were talking about that earlier. I know, I heard. Fucking shock. Here's, here's the... So uh, proud of her. It doesn't even headline. have pictures. Here's the it headline. It wasn't even a pop-up. Jesus Christ, can I at least get this out? <laughs> we sorry. No, we're not. Data finds Republicans are obsessed with searching for transgender porn. Oh, they know you guys. Okay, so top 20 transgender porn states and metro areas. So I'm just going to, top five, Texas, Georgia. Now this one probably has a lot to do with you and me, so you can guess. Kentucky. Kentucky. Gee, I wonder why trans is popular there. Missouri and Kansas. I mean, really? Yeah, the most the most <laughs> fucking Republican states are the most interested in trans porn because the most repressed people are the biggest cocksuckers in the universe. You know, I would be surprised if my brother, my big brother, wasn't jerking off every day to black porn, probably black cuck porn. <laughs> probably, yeah. With his opinions on black people, he's probably watching black guys turn white bitches into their uh, their their. Hunts why their husbands are over there jerking their dicks helpless because he's well, a cuck. But it's like another little <laughs> headline because I'm not going to go. The article's actually pretty in depth, but it's like metro areas that discriminate more also search more for trans porn. <laughs> well, we already knew that from personal experience. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because I mean, I'm hit up all the time by MAGA guys, but Do I. Do you w- see the shock on my yeah. face? I don't, if like Raven sent me this guy and he's like, I saw this guy's profile. I was like, nope. And I was like, yeah, if a guy hits me up, I always check their profile. If they have a bunch of MAGA shit on their profile, I don't even fucking respond to them. And I definitely don't follow them. (laughs) But get this. And I follow a lot of people. Get this. Out of the top 10 metro areas that search for porn, trans porn, number nine Lexington, Kentucky. Well, gee, you know why that is. <laughs> yeah, we we've made trans we've porn cool in this down. state. So, as a <laughs> as a nice uplifting subject that I wanted to bring you in on, Lexus, is uh, we have all talked about this in the in the past, where we grew up on certain TV shows, whether it's the A Team or whatever, Knight Rider, mm-hmm. and then we watch it years later, and we're like, were we mentally retarded? Why could yeah. we? see this shit as good because this is the worst fucking dreck I have ever seen. How could we have ever liked this? However, me and Lexus were going off about how disappointed and how abysmally bad the new Munsters trailer was for the movie. It was horrible. So we decided to go back and start watching Munsters episodes to see if our memories of this show, if it held up, if it was as good of a show as we remember it being. And I've got to say, we sat down and we watched it in our movie theater because we have a movie theater. 
and we put it on there and we watched it on, you know, like a hundred inch screen. Uh, you know, everything is laid bare and we were so fucking blown away and impressed with the we quality of the show. It. We would pause it yeah. and be like, how the fuck did they do that? They were doing in camera effects that we couldn't figure out how they did it. <laughs> this is a 1960s show in black and white. They they had no CGI, nothing, and they were doing shit on screen and in camera. And we were like, how the fuck did they pull that off? And we were looking at these sets going, God damn, look at the detail. Look at the insane sets. And they were running through their house and they had like 14 different fucking sets to do this. Mm -hmm. And they were all fucking top notch motherfucking sets. Unbelievable sets. And they had this scene where Grandpa Munster is playing in the Invisible Man, Checkers. And he's doing his turn and then he's like, now it's your move. So we think... The, the checkers just going to move on the board. They're going to use Magnus or something. Yeah. Simple stuff, right? But no, the checker smoothly, doesn't wiggle, doesn't go around, smoothly just hops over a few. Uh. And we're like, how the fuck did they just do that? It's not like they had a guy that chroma keyed out this moving around. It's not like there's a fucking wire because it'd be all wobbly. It is smooth as fuck. Like there's somebody just lifting it over. We're like, how did they do do that and we were blown away watching this show <laughs> and there was a point where i'm looking over and my my fucking wife is laughing at a 1960s kids show she's fucking laughing i love that show because I, the humor is there it's i don't funny. i don't understand how i watched that most of my life and there's only two fucking seasons i don't know how i did that <laughs> and i don't know how you can revisit it like we did and be so goddamn impressed by it even in 2022 yeah. and go this is a really good fucking show in fact because i've been so into it and fred gwynn i had to start watching my cousin Vinny today again what's a ute <laughs> fred gwynn's the shit man. i love him he, he was one of the, you know it's a lot to be one of the funniest parts of Mike and Zavini when you got Joe fucking Pesci in there. Yeah. And he stole every scene. Every scene Fred Gwynn's in, he fucking steals. Because mm -hmm. he's so good. And, and even in Pet Cemetery, he stole the show. Yeah. Yeah, you he don't. He was in Pet Cemetery? <clears throat> the first one. played the one. old man. The he played the old one. man. I haven't seen man. it in years, yeah, but I not don't the remember new him. Yeah. Don't yeah. go. Don't go. Uh, don't go putting anything in the ground up there. It's what you put <laughs> in there. Doesn't stay dead. Yeah, he was he was the main guy, the old man. That uh, he got his Achilles tendon cut mm -hmm. by the little kid, and then we fell down the ground. Gage. The little kid cut open his mouth. I, I always thought Gage was a cool fucking name. <laughs> yeah, people, you better there. They don't stay dead. Yeah, he was the old uh, wise main guy. It, I, I love the part in my cousin Vinny where Marissa Tomei is like, "Would you like me to explain?" He's like, I would love to hear this. And then Fred Gwynn's like, me too. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, they had to have the little Gage kid cut his Achilles tendon because mm -hmm. literally, I mean, he may have been an old man, but if you saw anybody next to him, you'd go, Jesus Christ, because he was still a fucking giant. How tall was he? Six foot six. Wow. So he was. And they still put him on risers for fucking Munster. Yeah, he was seven foot two as Herman. I could see that, yeah. 
And he was he he was what you read like he was uh like six foot six and when he was how old? Uh, shit, I forgot. It's been a while since I read it. He was like a teenager when he hit six foot six, and you have to realize he comes from an age where the average height for a man was like five six. That was the average. So the average height for men was your size, Raven, and he's walking around at six foot six. Fuck off. Fuck off. Six five. He was six five. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, oh yeah, I forgot. He was in car fifty four. Where are you? Wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he oh. was. So girls, I wanted to do a little segment here. I wanted to blow your minds. You ready to have your minds blown? So Lexus, every once in a while, I'll get a sweet tooth. So Lexus went out and got me all sorts of fucking candy. She brings me home this brand new candy I'd never seen in my fucking life. It looked like an everlasting gobstopper. It was the freakiest looking candy I've ever put in my mouth. And an explosion of flavor went off in my mouth. I cannot describe. It is so overwhelmingly a cool candy that I'm like, I've got to have the girls try this live on air. Just where I can get the reaction to this amazing fucking product. Is it the Starburst thing? I'll be right back. I'm going to go yeah. get you both an everlasting <laughs> gobstopper where the audience can hear your reaction to this new candy I have never seen in my life. That's all we need to do is be eating candy on the air. Really? And now you're just going to walk off. Oh, my God. What What are we looking at on here? Okay. Oh, okay. Well, Wait, that's what? what they are. You know that, right? What? That's what nerds are. Yeah, but you you have to. Oh, I've had nerds. No, 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 no. This is a whole new thing. Oh, that's weird. Pass that to Raven, her everlasting gobstopper. Oh, it does look like one. Now, before you put it in your mouth, I want you to describe with the audience what you're seeing with this candy. Okay, so they're clumps of. Looks like a shitload of nerds that got wet and got stuck together. Yeah. However, you know that's what nerds are, right? What? Wait till you experience it. They're the pieces. They, okay, so I was watching this show about 80s, 80s foods, okay. and they were like, nerds came about because we were making everla- everlasting gobstoppers, and there was these small pieces at the bottom of, of the machine. So they're aborted everlasting gobstoppers. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but this treat is something amazing. All right, girls. I, it, wh- feels, do you, you, it feels do you spongy. Chew it or suck it? it Just looks, chew it. It's spongy, so you, you can chew it. Yeah, chew it and then tell them your, no, put it all in your mouth. Don't cheat. Now everybody just hears crunch, crunch, yeah. crunch. And tell me what you think of this invention that you've come out with. I mean, I've always loved nerds. I was a nerd for nerds when I was a kid. But the berry gummy to go along with it? What do you think? It about- tastes like candy. It's interesting. But I... I'm a purist. I would probably just go for nerds. Really? Over this stuff? Yeah. Because you can get like so many nerds in one bite. I'm I'm more of a tart candy person. So. That, that's extremely no. tart. No, it's not. There's a difference in tart and sour. No. And this is extremely tart. I it mean, even it's, says it's, good. it's tart and tangy on the, the cover. I, I prefer spree. I like sprees Ugh. better. You want any more? I do like spree. You want any more? No, I'm okay. 
I mean, I'm not going to lie. They They're, taste good. It's just, Yeah, these are called Nerds Gummy Clusters. You built me up like I was just going to, you know, jump out of my chair and start I screaming. think they're amazing. I, I've, I think they're, I mean, one little piece has so much fucking flavor in it. See, I used to be that way about Skittles till somebody wow, told me. Wow, they're was, extremely low fat. There you go. 16 pieces, 100 calories. Really? For 16? Because one piece oh, is a no, lot. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Eight. Eight pieces. Eight's still good. I mean, that's no, a No, no, no. I was right. 16. There's about eight servings in, per container. Damn. And it's 16 pieces for 100 calories. That's a lot of candy for yeah. fucking 100 calories. However, that's not bad, though. 21 grams of fucking sugar. Oh. So? <laughs> What's your point there? Sugar turns to bubbling fat. I can't even remember what movie that's from. So I've been watching trailers and they all look horrible. It's one gram of protein though. All all the new trailers look horrible. But I did find two movies, two of all the new upcoming movies that I actually want to see. That from their trailers, I'm like, you know what? That looks good. And that is so rare for me because they're putting out so much shit. One of them is Bullet Train. Have you seen the trailers for that? No. Oh my God, it's the new Brad Pitt movie. I I want to see it. I want to see it. it. He plays this assassin that gets trapped on this train with like 16 other assassins all trying to get the same guy. And they're all competing. They're trying to fight each other off while they're trying to get their target. And hilarity ensues as all these assassins are trapped on the fucking bullet train trying to pick off their target while they're having to deal with each other. You stabbed me? <laughs> yeah. It looks fuck. The trailer is fucking hilarious. After the trailer, I was sold. It was kind of like nobody. Nobody had a great trailer sold me right off the bat. And it lived up to his trailer. If Guns Bullet, Akimbo. Guns Akimbo was amazing. I don't think it had a great trailer, though. I think the movie was surprisingly good. Yeah. The, the trailer didn't really pull me in. But another one I just saw today, Samaritan. I don't even think I've seen that one. No, Sylvester Stallone movie. Oh, Jesus. But it's not your typical. He plays an old, broken-down trash man. That's all uh, he can he do. He is an old, broken-down yes. man. But it comes to find out that, That's he, a stretch. that he used to be <laughs> a, a super-powered superhero called the Samaritan that just disappeared and retired, and nobody knows what ever happened to him. So this little kid puts it together that he's a Samaritan, the uh, Samaritan, and he's this old, broken-down garbage man now. He wants to be left the fuck alone. And it looks great. It looks, it, it looks like Sylvester Stallone's playing to his age. And when, when he's walking around, he's old, but he's still a big you, so, guy. You just so think it looks great because it's your fucking life. You want to oh, be fuck fucking yeah. left it's, alone. It's superhero, superhero Gran Torino. No, what it is, it's his cock if they didn't have the second bullshit part of it. You know, the first, see, Hitchcock, the movie, is like a uh, full metal jacket. The first half is good. And then the second half is when you turn it off. Period. Full metal jacket. You watch it halfway through, he graduates boot camp, you turn the fucking film off. And then, you know, Hitchcock, he's an asshole, he's a fucking drunk, is fucking funny, is entertaining, and then once he becomes an angel, you turn that shit off. As soon as, uh, what's her face, uh, Charlize Theron comes into the movie, turn it off, turn it off. As soon as you see her hit, stop. And you'll love Hitchcock. She's the worst part of the fucking film when she comes in. And, and the same thing with, with, um, 
uh, th- this movie looks like it was like they took the concept of the first part of Hitchcock and ran with it. You know, I think it did <laughs> pop up for me, but I have not watched it. I I think if you watch the trailer, uh, the uh, Samaritan, that you would be impressed with how it's done. Thanks, bitch. You know my phone's listening. I'm going to go home, and every one of those are going to pop up on my YouTube. See, Ronnie thinks Bullet Train looks good. I think Bullet Train looks entertaining and funny as fuck. But the Samaritan looks like a an entertaining movie about a washed-up old superhero that just wants to live the rest of his life alone and not be bothered with that shit. And it looks really good because he gets pulled into shit he doesn't want to be a part of. And he has to come out of retirement one last time to save this little kid that has figured out his truth and has become his friend. So what happens is this little kid figures out who he is. And then he doesn't come out of retirement or anything. They just become good friends. And it shows you in the trailer their friendship, you know, uh, blossoming. But then this something happens to this little kid that he has to he has to force he's like fuck and he has to do something about it and he has to be samaritan one more time for this fan of his that's become his friend he has to he has to don samaritan one more time and be a hero one more time to save this kid cuz he tells this kid he's done he wants nothing so it looks really compelling you know it's about this guy that has no desire to be a superhero he forms his friendship with this young fan they're always hanging out together Always talking, and then something bad and happens it, to the kid, and he has to step like up. It sounds like recycled Equalizer. Mm. I never watched the Equalizer. The Equalizer that he, was with the old, uh, the old British guy, right? No, it's uh, Denzel Washington. Oh, the new one. He literally befriends this little prostitute girl who gets beat up by the the Russian. Um, oligarch well, uh, of course you got to befriend a little kid or your your kid has to be taken yeah the, or they have to kill your puppy <laughs> <laughs> you got to go on a, if you're going to kill 150 people and go on rampage you got to have a good heartwarming reason you know either a kid you know is in trouble or your puppy just got kicked to death something somebody tried to steal your fucking car that's a lame ass reason they got they had to kill the puppy no, on top of that that is always the reason <laughs> i mean you can't really theoretically be hey, a hero uh, and get away with killing 150 people you over steal a my car. car i'm cool with it but you kill a person's puppy and they're like well they had it coming you know however you mess with my puppy you do fucking have it coming <laughs> i'm just saying you know make john wick likable they couldn't have just stole his car and then he goes on rampage, murders 150 people because that's not equivalent, you know? They got to make him more likable, more heroic. So they're like, how can we justify him slaughtering 150 people in cold blood? I know, kill his pu- puppy. Then everybody that gets shot and their head blown off, people are saying, you had that one coming. You don't kill puppies, motherfucker. You don't. That's what you get for killing puppies. Or, or dogs in general. I know, I know. You can fucking kill as many people as you want. Don't fucking kill the dog. Yeah. The, the fucking opening of Beastmaster is traumatic to me. Never seen it. I will never fucking watch the opening. It traumatized me. I'll never watch it now. Yeah, don't watch the opening <laughs> of Beastmaster. I haven't watched the ending to fucking Marley and me. The opening of Beastmaster in his village is traumatic. I would not recommend it. It's horrible. Especially if you love animals. I, I hate them. I hate them all. Yeah, sure you do. So have you girls heard about all this shit about shrinkflation? Yes. <laughs> Can you believe that shit? Yeah. Okay, Alexis, do you know what shrinkflation <laughs> is? Nope. Because we're in a recession, 
Is it when, when dicks shrink in the cold? Because we're moving into a recession, I should say. And because of inflation and because of price hikes and everything, here's what they're doing. All of the main products are not changing their packaging because instead of upping their prices, they are keeping their prices the same. They're just reducing the amount you yeah, get in the package. Yeah, yeah. So every fucking big company now is selling you less product for the same amount because they didn't want to change their prices and hike their prices. There's, there's a lot of YouTube videos. where So literally you get two chips per bag. <laughs> yeah, where they you, will, you got five before yeah. it. Where they'll they'll send you a box, and where the box used to be full, and now you'll open it like Pringles. You'll open a box or the the sleeve Pringles. of Pringles, but and instead of it being full, now it's only like two thirds full. But the companies all agree that Americans are more less are less likely to get upset about less product than they are more price. They, they feel like more people be upset if they raise the price. So instead, they lowered the amount of product, which people are less af- upset about. Even though it works out the exact same, psychologically, people are like, oh, I'm not being ripped off. So a 12-pack of soda is now going to be a 10-pack. <laughs> they, they have officially declared federal law that a dozen now means 10. A dozen will now mean 10. No, but I saw one thing where I can't remember what product it was, but it used to come like nine ounces in a box. Now it's seven, but it's the same Inches price. are now only 90 centimeters, <laughs> inches. <laughs> so when you buy an eight foot long piece of lumber, it's actually only, you know, seven and a half. I might take a-, a Make your measurements accordingly. Take measure with me next time I fucking go to Lowe's. You're like, this four by four seems small. Hey, it's three well, by three, goddammit. They've already done that because a two by four is actually measured by its rough cut. And if you measure a two by four, it's actually only about one and a half by three and a half. <laughs> Have you ever met anyone with the more boring facts in their head? <laughs> Jesus Christ! See? I well, used actually, to work the construction. Rough cut of one, See, I, I told you that uh, this co- this country's lying to us. Told you, what fucking you told you. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to be a conspiracy nut now? You going to join Maybe. the QAnon? Maybe. No, that's stupid. <laughs> oh, that's stupid. Yeah. The government is out to get me because I know the fucking government is out to get me. They tell me every fucking day. Yeah. I don't have to conspiracy yeah. about it. Pretty they tell much. me every fucking day they're out to get me. So yeah, it's not conspiracy. It's like, hey, good morning. We just wanted to let you it's know we one, know you're Mexican. We're out to get you. It's one, you're a woman. Two, you're Hispanic. Three, you're a veteran. Oh, and let's throw the fact that you're uh, married to a transsexual in there too. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Are you going to throw in my profession as well? Oh, yeah, you can throw that in, too. They're, they're really fucking coming for me with pitchforks and shit. Well, speaking of people coming for you with pitchforks and shit, let's talk about the other side of the spectrum. Uh, why don't you talk a little bit about your work and them knowing? Oh. And what you found out recently. I don't even think I told Raven this. I tell my boss I know she knows. Oh, yeah, you told me. Okay. <laughs> I just, uh, you know, when you think you have a friend and you confide in them and they fucking stab you in the back. So you want to tell the listeners what you're talking about? And 
I had a friend who was a dispatcher, went to the dark side, and uh, became an officer, <clears throat> and uh, told everybody what my wife does, what I used to do, and uh, now everybody seems to know. And when you welcome to the club, <laughs> when you yeah, because me and Raven automatically assume anybody we speak to are, has already seen every orifice on our body. No, so, I said welcome to the club because I found out a few years ago that the same thing happened to me. Uh, I found out that my whole job knew. Well, automatically <laughs> assume that everybody you interact with is going to see everything. Yeah, that candy is weird. It leaves pieces in your mouth. I don't like it. <laughs> so uh, explain to our listeners what happened with your talk with your boss. Nothing, really. She's like, I, I, okay, whatever. And... uh She's like, what your wife does doesn't concern us, yada, yada, yada. Okay, cool. And about how you're like, well, if you ask her what she does, she's going to tell. Yeah. I, I said, you know, that's one of the reasons I kept my wife away from work is because she's not ashamed of what she, she does, nor should she be. I said, so if anybody asks her what she does, she's going to fucking tell them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm polite enough to not walk into a room and say, hey, I suck dick. I fucking take dicks up my ass, but well, if somebody asked me what I do, I'll tell them I'm an adult I, performer. I'm an adult entertainer. I told my siblings the same thing about my parents. My my siblings did not want me to tell my parents that I did porn. And I respect that that wish of them, but I told them flat out that if my parents ever ask me, I'm going to tell them because I'm not ashamed. Yeah, I'm not but, ashamed of what I You know, I this is the way I feel about my siblings. Don't fucking tell me what to, how, what to do or how to live my life if you're not fucking paying my bills. You're not paying my fucking bills? Okay, I am. So I get to do whatever the fuck I want in this life with my life. Otherwise, you can fuck off. Damn. Fuck off. <laughs> Damn. I'm just saying, I, you know, I'm fucking 46 years old. Don't tell me how to fucking live my life. <laughs> You're becoming that person. I know that's who I'm going to be married to, the Gran Torino motherfucker. Oh, the crotchet. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I can't wait. She can't wait to be crotchety and be allowed to be crotchety. Yeah. Nobody says shit about it. Or, or I'm still waiting for the bar fight, too. I still got one in me. I'm waiting to get old enough I can fart and it be cute. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> they can still fart. Isn't it cute? Or, you know, how old do you have to be as a man to where that f switch flips? And you now, lose your ass? No, then oh. your flirtation on women becomes cute, not creepy. Because there's an age switch there. Yeah, there you, is. You see, you know what I'm talking about. Being a woman, you, you've dealt with this your whole life. There's a flip where they're no longer... Uh, pose any threat it, it's, it's where you're like <laughs> you know they can't oh, rape you you're cute you still think you can get it up yeah you know they can't rape you <laughs> you don't see them as a threat anymore so an old man can be creepy and not like like ken yeah i was just thinking about that and you're like that's so charming <laughs> he still thinks he can have sex that's so cute it's not like this this man could rape me he'd throw his hip out <laughs> he still thinks he can have sex that's so cute it's, there's one point where uh, an old man goes hey you looking mighty fine and you're like oh you, what would you do oh, with I'd that I'd hurt you yeah, buddy come on. I'd hurt you 
You're you're over there on a fucking breathing machine. You got oxygen. Come on now. And then they say the dumbest thing. But what a way to go. <laughs> yeah. Is it though? Do you want to go? <laughs> I don't want any way to go. I don't think there's any good way to go. Going is bad. So I don't think there's a good way to go. If you're gone, you're gone. I don't know. I think the go, going in your sleep would be great. Re- now, Regardless of how you go, it's only going to last like two seconds. Going out at work, that would fucking suck. You know the first thing they're going to do is fucking clock you out. I mean, even if you <laughs> fell into a compactor, it's going to be a really sucky, you know, 10 seconds. But I mean, you know, that's the worst of it, right? If you drown, it's going to be a real sucky 10 seconds. You're going to suffer for all... I mean, back pain? Fuck back pain, man. Yeah, I wish that was 10 seconds. You throw your back out, you wish that was 10 seconds. You got a fucking week of recovery, of constant nonstop pain. Same with drinking. Yeah, no, right? So I gave that shit up. Gave that shit up. Man, it sucks to get old. I don't know about you guys. I'm still young. Bitch, you older than me. (laughs) You can't, you, you have onset dementia. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, girl? Bullshit. You, you don't know where you are half the fucking time. <laughs> You're so full of You're shit. like, I'm young as fuck. What was your name again? Oh, you're my fan, right? Yeah, you're the fan I was talking to. Yeah. Fucking photographer. I'm fucking. horrible with names. <laughs> and faces. <laughs> and everything. Even days, you're horrible with days. Like, do you remember when we all sat down and watched a movie? That never happened. <laughs> yeah, that that totally happened. We we were both there. Now nah, you guys are fucking with me. Oh Jesus Christ! It's something else you lost. Fuck. That was when I was taking Topaman. Oh yeah, because it's gotten so much better. If yeah. it's gotten so much better, why are you going to the doctor to ask questions? What the fuck is going on with your brain? Because I get migraine. Oh, that's because you're not going to mention your memory loss. No. Are you lying? You better. <laughs> Are you lying to our audience? You better. I don't recall. Because when I asked you that before, I'm like, are you going to bring up your that's memory a, issues? That's such a Republican answer, just saying. Yeah, I don't recall. Okay, Lauren Boebert. <laughs> now she's teasing the dog. If Raven has her issues. Raven Make him has, do something for it. Damn, don't just give you him You haven't something. made him do shit. I made him shake. The young at heart and only at heart, Raven, has a bad back, memory issues, and is hard of hearing. Hey, I'm hard at hearing because of my service to my country. Yeah, and they'll just fucking stab you in the back, Oh, yeah, they denied me um, a service-related injury for that hearing loss. Luckily for you, though, you didn't hear them when they denied you. (laughs) No, it took I you years them. to figure it out because you couldn't hear what they were oh saying in the meeting. Oh boy. Your sister, she won't do shit, so will you just give her one? She's lazy. You know, for, for being still young, you have a lot of old person problems. Not as many as you. Bum back and fucking memory loss. And, and, and if you're so goddamn young, why do you keep going, I'm going to go down the plastic surgery and get a facelift? Why did you get one? Because I was fucking old. Because I am fucking old. But I don't say I'm not fucking old. I know I'm fucking old. 
I got a facelift because I'm fucking old. It's maintenance. God damn, my, my face was melting off. I looked like Arnold Schwarzenegger's muscles. I looked like I was a fucking empty fucking Walmart bag. It's all wrinkly and shit. Oh, Jesus. I had Christ. to get that. I had to get my face cut off and pulled back some. So, are you saying that we look like old <laughs> fucking could, Walmart bags? I could bags? just picture the doctor just with her foot on fucking Kimber's back. I hope. Just pulling. Yeah, just get a good grip on that shit. Come on. Get the most bang for my fucking buck here if you're going to staple that oh, shit. Oh, it back wasn't there. your fucking buck. Don't, don't act like you fucking paid for it. It was paid for in full cash. Yeah, not by you. In a way. Oh, bullshit in a way. I lined up the deal. Okay, Trump. <laughs> it wasn't necessarily my cash I was spending, but, you know, He's not it was my sweetness and charm. That oh, got, my God. That <laughs> <laughs> he really that got me the the the. Money. Let me let me. I I need to get my feet off the floor because the shit's getting high. I was astounded though how ridiculously expensive facelifts are. Thank God I didn't pay for it because you know when I got my boobs done it was six grand. Paid six grand for my boobs and they're big. I I paid well I didn't pay. Somebody paid over sixteen grand for my fucking face. Well, it was that wrecked. Oh, Aww. oh! I know what that is. <laughs> Aww, you're so cute, making me so fat. <sighs> Bitch, if I don't get you that shit, you have you flip out. I don't flip out. I say, hey, did you get anything sweet for me? I don't flip out. I am so fucking dude Lebowski. Babe, you can't have any of this. This is for your sister. I'm so fucking dude Lebowski, man. I'm so laid back nowadays. It's hard to get me mad. Although, it, there's only one person that can get me mad enough to start spitting. And that's Lexus. God, she can get me mad. But <laughs> she's only gotten me mad, I think, like once or twice. And it's been about the same issue. It's always the same issue with us. We're fighting about the same things lately. And it's because I'm lonely. It's because she's never home. She only comes home to sleep. And uh, I never see her. And it's causing a, a problems in a relationship that I don't get to spend any time with her whatsoever. And everybody else does. I just gave your dog glucosamine because she's 40. <laughs> I mean, for example, Raven, you've spent more time with my wife than I have today. Bye, big sexy. Okay. I mean, that's the way my life is. I hardly ever see her. I never get to talk to her. I never see her. So it's a huge contention between us. And I know I get certain things about it are out of her control and not her fault. It was when she was not coming home and hanging out with everybody under the sun but me that was became a big problem. Really set me off. Because she had taken my loneliness to a whole new level then. And just didn't give a shit about coming home. And I was really upset about it because, you know, I like to spend time with my wife. Call me weird. Call me weird, but I like to be around Weird. You're weird. <laughs> but, you know, I, I can't stand your fucking job. I can't stand your fucking shift. I can't stand living opposite of you. Well, we're, I'm changing. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. I, maybe it's because you have coworkers 
that you're not experiencing loneliness, but I don't. I mean, I got dogs. <laughs> That's what I got. You got some awesome dogs. So, oh, speaking of Raven, are you going to the, um, uh, isn't there a party coming up for Amy? No, no. Her birthday was Tuesday. Oh, and you just said, fuck you. No, she wanted me to come over tonight, but Jesus Christ, I oh, can't after tonight. the show. So tonight's going to be the big party get together? Tomorrow, she was, I think, I don't know if she's wanting me to come over tomorrow or what. I, I might try, but God, I mean, I have, <laughs> the girls are coming out next weekend. I still have shit tons of laundry and cleaning to do before they come over. So I don't know if I'm going to have time. That's that's a long way to go for a little birthday party. I know. I mean, it's an hour and a half drive out there, an hour and a half drive back, and bitch sleeps all fucking day. I'm not it, going out there and spending all evening on a Sunday night when I got to work in the morning. Don't you think that there comes a time that you reach an age where you don't want people to bother you with your fucking birthday? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Happy birthday. Fine. Let that be the end of it. Please. Let's go on with the day like it's a normal fucking day. You wish me happy birthday. That's enough. At this point, I don't even want to be bothered with my birthday. Oh, my God. And (laughs) birthdays are the worst when it comes to fans for me and Raven. Jesus. All day. Yeah. Bing, 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 bing. Fucking. And you got to answer them. You got to like them. You got to at least hit like. Because they wished you a happy birthday, because you got to at least acknowledge that you got it, you know? So you're like, oh, all day is And be yes, nice. guys, we do appreciate it, but you don't know the burden. I wish there was a way that you could put all the birthday wishes into one big queue yeah. and have them hit you all at once. It's, birthday yeah. messages. it's like Facebook on steroids. Yeah. Everybody and their mother wishes you a happy birthday on Facebook. It's like that on steroids. Yeah, and they call you out because fucking Twitter lets everybody know that it's your fucking birthday. They they do the little balloon shit, and then it's just like all day long, ding, 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 ding. It's like, oh, my God, my fucking fingers are sore. I just got wished happy birthday 5,000 fucking times. Now I got to go back through my fucking timeline. I got to like all this shit. Well, it's coming. It's coming. Too quickly. See, that's another thing. There comes an age where you, you don't look forward to your birthday at all. There's no reason to look forward to your departure from the earth. I'm, yeah, I'm just one year closer <laughs> yeah. to kicking the bucket. It's like, isn't there like an age where holidays in one general year, just... One year closer to, be, to start getting sent those AARP letters in the mail. <laughs> Do you girls enjoy any holidays still? Is there any holiday you enjoy? You cantankerous old bitches. I mean, I've, Halloween was always my favorite. And I say was because, one, it was an awesome fucking holiday growing up. See, nowadays, though, I, I, I bring up Thanksgiving. You're like, God damn, that's a lot of work. I, I don't want to do that. Yeah, because I <laughs> Raven and I do the majority yeah. of the fucking work. If, if yeah. I bring up Christmas, you're like, fuck, I don't want to spend all that money. I don't have all that money. To spend. I enjoy Thanksgiving, what I don't enjoy is the day and a half of dishes clean and up. clean up after Thanksgiving. Yeah. See, so at the end of the day, is I mean, is there a hol- any holiday you look forward to? I. It's funny. I like Christmas, but I like 
the night, the evening after Christmas when it's quiet and you can kind of reflect on everything that's happened throughout the year. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I love spending time with my family. Yeah. It's the work that goes into it that I don't like. I don't like fucking Well, because what you said is true. Because for Christmas, it's me and you. Mm -hmm. For Thanksgiving, it's me and you. For Memorial Day, it's me and you. For 4th of July, it's me and you. Justin makes stuff. Yeah, but we make the like the big stuff. Yeah, that's true. But usually, yeah, because like for Thanksgiving, then, we usually trade off who makes like the turkey mm-hmm. or whatever. Well, usually I make the turkey because your your oven my oven sucks. It's so tiny. <laughs> I, I got I gotta say though, I like the uh, the third member of your little trio, Lisa, for a few reasons. One, not only does she mesh well with us, and she's wild and crazy and fun loving like we are. But she's also got a a sense of old school composure and how to be respectful because of her age. Like, uh, let me give you a good example, Raven. The other day I went into the kitchen and I saw a bottle of wine. I said, because I know I don't drink anymore. I'm like, why is there a bottle of wine here? And she says, oh, that was from Lisa. She doesn't like to come over to somebody's house empty handed. Oh, that's a lost art. Yeah, I know, right? And I was looking at it, I'm thinking, this bitch is old school. And, and she was, that's one of her favorite wines. She was saying that she bought it, I think, in Gatlinburg. And she says, it's a really good wine. You know, uh, I, I love it. It's one of my favorite. I always buy like four or five bottles of it to have at the house. It's a behavior that I really appreciated. That's, that's like you said, Raven, it's a lost trait that people used to do. This Mm -hmm. was the way you go over at somebody's house to have a dinner or something. You bring a wine, you bring something. It was, it was. uh, And, you know, here's another thing that I've found dealing with a lot of these girls that's lost too. And I don't know if you guys have noticed this. Like if I bring something over for dinner, I don't take it home with me just because it didn't get used. Because when you bring it over. I just leave it. Well, depending on what you make is depending on how we feel about that. Oh, fuck. Don't fucking dirty up our fridge with your garbage well, if you didn't and, make and it. Like, if you make when, sliders. When I was growing up, you know, you went over to somebody's house, you also helped with the cleanup. Yes. And, like... I do that all the time at Raven. Yeah. It, it's just... That's something that's lost, too. It's like... Everybody just leaves and it looks like a fucking tornado came in and you're like, God damn. Well, I made spaghetti the other night, but I also tried to make sure I didn't leave you a huge mess when I left, too. Hopefully, I didn't. I didn't think I did. You but. did not, no. You know, the only thing I didn't like was when you put the spaghetti spoon in my coffee cup. Don't put your fucking coffee cup in the sink. I put it in there because it's in between coffee sessions. I rinse it out, wash it out, you reuse it. I don't need to wash out tomato juice. That's like saying you you put your trash in my cup. Well, don't put your cup in the trash can. I mean, it's the same thing. So, fucking Chris says Halloween was amazing back when I did as well. Now, I know he's not that old. So, that that just tells me that they have fucked up Halloween recently. Yeah. (laughs) Really recently. If, If kids from the 90s are saying, yeah, they fucked up Halloween... I mean, I would say that as much shit as we talk about the bullshit, out of control PC culture, I think the per the holiday that got it the worst of all 
got woke the worst was Halloween. Yeah. They I, woke the fuck out of that holiday. I mean, I was watching a video today about, you know, what it was like to grow up in the 80s. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, your parents literally, it was sink or fucking swim. Yeah, I didn't give a shit. It was like, it was saying how, you know, they would put all the kids into the fucking car and they would roll down the windows and go into the grocery store and just do their fucking shopping and come out, when, you know, to a carload of kids and nobody blinked a fucking eye. And you well, know, we had cars that had rear facing seats yeah. in them that if you got rear ended, that was just like, oh, yeah, two less kids to worry about. And you know what I think is one of the major reasons of the dumbing down of society? The removal of having to use your mind and imagination. For example, we didn't have cell phones and all this shit. When we would leave the house, we had no game plan. Yep. We would have to come up with a game or something we wanted to do every exactly. day. We would have to come up with activities every fucking day. We invented games and shit. And nowadays, all they do is stay on their phone. Stay yep. on their phone. Mm -hmm. they, they watch videos. They watch music videos on their phone. They don't go out and expand their minds well, or and, develop and their minds. And here's another thing. They don't know how to interact with people because... It's all done through social media. I mean, when our son was of the age to get his driver's license, he didn't want to fucking do it. Why? Because he didn't have to. It's not like you go down the street and hang out yeah. anymore. You would all pack into well, the one and friend that had a car and go somewhere. Yeah. Even younger kids, these people go out and they'll buy their kids $1,000 iPads and then they want to do nothing but sit in front of an iPad and, and play with that. parents today do that on, you know, it's their way in our day Parents didn't give a shit either, but they would kick you out of the house, say, don't come home until dinner. But nowadays, they'll just buy you an iPad and not give a shit about you. Say, go to your room, pluck and play on your iPad. Don't bother me. Parents have never changed. Parents don't <laughs> want to be fucking bothered with your ass, okay? They feed you. They clothe you. They, they have to fucking pull you out of jail. They don't want fucking daily deal with you. I don't care how good of a parent you are. Your parents do not want to deal with you. They don't want you to fucking around. Don't believe that they do because they don't. The easy <laughs> child is the favorite child. <laughs> yes. The one they don't even know is there that stays in the room reading all the time. That's the perfect fucking child. Stay the fuck away from me. No parent wants their kid around. I don't, I, all this fucking TV show bullshit with these active parents. Fuck you, you lying sacks of shit. You know when you're active? The most active you are as a parent is when your kid is two years old or younger and you're trying to get the best diapers and do the best parenting and you're reading all the fucking books and then you know what? You stop giving a shit. And then you're like, you know what? I'm bored with this now. It's time to sink or swim, buddy. Yeah. Now you're old enough to communicate. I can now say, go to your fucking room and stay away from me. <laughs> because once you are able to communicate a message to your children, the message is clear. Stay the fuck away from me. Don't bother me. That is the immediate first message when you can learn to communicate with your children. Don't bother me. Go to fucking school, please. You know that the biggest complaint of parents during COVID shutdown was my kids are at home. Get my kids back into the fucking school, you motherfuckers. I don't want to deal with my own kids. Yeah, then they felt the teacher's fucking pain, didn't they? No parent wants to deal with their own children. They would go fucking nuts if they were in the old days, had to raise their kids without school. At least, at least eight hours a day, they can get the fucking kid out of their house. 
No parent wants to deal with their child. So if there's a snow day, the kids are ecstatic. The parents are like, fuck. Fuck. The kids are staying home. Fuck. See, when I was growing up, I loved snow days because I grew up in New York and that meant we were going to go sliding all yeah, fucking that was, day. That was the only recourse for parents. They were like, Jesus Christ, it's snow day, but at least they'll be outside all fucking day mm-hmm. playing in the snow and not be around my ass. I can fucking read. I can fucking take a bath. Fuck those little bastards. And, and all parents think that. It's just like that movie, This Is 40, where they're all like, fuck them, they're fucking little assholes. And then they're like, yeah, but we miss them. Well, and, you know, not that I get to see mine, but, you know, even once they get older, I would think, because of the way I treat some of our girls, I love seeing them, but I love seeing them go home, too. (laughs) (laughs) And they drive you crazy. Like with Honey, what is that? Put it back. (laughs) Yeah. You heard about that, right, Alexis? No. Uh, honey <laughs> just got a pit bull puppy. Sends Raven a picture of the pit bull puppy just sitting there. Raven's she, response was, she, no, what is that? She sends me a picture. Just sends me a picture. No picture of a pit bull puppy. No. no uh, Good breed, though. But my first response, I'm like, what is that? She goes, it's a puppy. I found it. I, my only response was, Put it back. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because we keep telling honey, the more dogs and critters you attain, the harder it will be for you to get your own place. Because mm-hmm. nobody's, I mean, it's hard enough for. Especially, especially a, a pit bull. Yes. Yeah. It's hard enough to get a place in today's you situation. Gotta, you got to own a place to fucking get a pit bull. And sometimes they charge you for it. Your insurance charges you for it. Racism. That's petism. Headism, speciesist, breed specific legislation is what it is. Aren't we fucking fancy ass? (laughs) You know, I was thinking, Raven, that sometimes it gets to me being a tranny. You know, I go out, I get stared at a lot, uh, and all that stuff. But I start thinking about it, and you know that little midget comedian. Have you ever Brad, seen a, Brad, whatever. Yeah, he's a little midget. I think I've seen him. But he was saying how, you know, he learned yeah. to deal with his condition because he makes everybody's day better. When everybody sees him, they immediately have a big smile on their face. All the kids love him. All the parents love him. They says, a dwarf makes anything better. I was thinking to myself, I am this, no narcissism here. I am always the most interesting part of anybody's day. They could have a five-car pileup, get fired from work, but if they meet me, this first story they're going to tell when they get home is about meeting the fucking tranny. Not about the five-car pileup or getting... That will come later. The first thing is you will never believe what I ran into today. Yeah, because Lisa's mom wanted to meet Raven because she had never met one before. Yeah, we're so rare. Never met one. Like, I'm a fucking... Yeah, exactly. You have to understand that most Americans, typical Americans, we're not talking about the Rodneys and the Honeys that that hang out with us all the time, but typical Americans know of us. They have seen us everywhere. They, all over the news, all over the media, they know we're out there, they've watched our porn, but they've never actually met a real transsexual in real life. So the first time they interact with one, that's the most interesting fucking 
part of their goddamn day. That's probably the most interesting part of their life at that point. They run home and tell their spouse, you will never believe what I ran into today. We are always the most interesting part of their day. When you went to Burlington that one time, was it, or was it Burke's? And the girl kept telling you, you need to go to the strip club and blah, blah, blah. Oh, no. That That was was, just a clothing store next to Burlington. Yeah, that was uh, Rainbow. And finally, you said, I have a dick. The thing is, I guarantee you were the most interesting story she had. She ran and told her friends about that story. (laughs) That was the most interesting thing that happened to her in a long time. So I started thinking, you know, I might be somebody that, because I'm a giant and they all point at me because I'm a giant tranny. I completely forgot about that story until you just brought it up. But the thing is, I'm the most interesting part of their day. No narcissism involved. Uh, The most normies live such a vanilla life and they have never seen anything like me. So when they're face to face and they're like, oh, you know, it has fake boobs is, you know, Wow. I've never seen anything like this before. I've heard of it. I've seen it on TV, but here's a real fucking she-male in front of me, and that, that's fucking amazing. So I know that when I interact with people at a store or whatever, well, they have to go fucking tell their families. So that, that's their story for the fucking day of who came in their store that day. And it's not Kimber Haven, the porn star. It's just a fucking tranny with boobs they got to go tell about. They've never seen anything like that. They may have seen guys dressed up like women in public, but they're like, this one had boobs and everything. It was amazing. You know we're a fucking zoo critter? Don't, I mean, yeah, Lisa's mom wants to fucking meet you. Like she, <laughs> She's never met anything like that before. She wants to see how it turns out. They all want to go, oh, that was a man? That's pretty fucking cool. Actually, modern science, you know, that's pretty fucking cool. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Huh? I mean, like a Kodiak grizzly bear. I knew they existed. I was a zoologist, but I was blown away when I saw one in person. Aw, Sebson said if he met either one of us, it'd be the most interesting thing that happened for his entire year. Aw, he's a sweetie. I'll be talking to him after we're done with the show. I'll go back to talking to him. He's who I was talking to before the show. He'll probably be sucking his dick before the end of the week. No, he's from another country, I believe. So? I don't even own a passport. But if he came to this country, maybe. I mean, but I throw that offer out there all the time. Nobody ever picks, you know, takes me up on it. Look like fucking big sexy. I told him I'd suck his dick. He hasn't even collected, motherfucker. But anyway, people, we're coming to the end of the road. You girls want to leave them with any thoughts? Yeah. Like the Jerry Springer thing. (laughs) Be kind to uh, yourself and each other. Or or the Chuck Willery will be back in do and do. Are we having a show next week? Why wouldn't we? Yeah, we are. Okay. All right. Why? Is the, the girls coming down for the big shoot? It's the following week. Oh, okay. yeah. If, yeah, yeah. So no, next yeah. week is fine. Yeah, right, next cool. week is fine. Yeah. We'll be back on the air next week then. All right. So do you want to say anything about BGM Bling before we leave? Oh, yeah. Uh, go ahead and check out the... BGM Blink site, we've got all the shirts in stock, so if you want one, let us know. If you want it customized, let us know. All right, people, and we if, love if you. if you don't see anything that you want to see, let her know, and... We can make it. Yes. <laughs> all right. Peace. Bye, guys. Bye. Hi, guys. I have some fun on there.
so we have to burn it afterwards anyway. I'm gonna suck your fucking dick.